Welcome back to Mind Your Business Mills County. I'm Todd Studer and we are broadcasting live. You know what? I'm just going to let Jenny Rubeck tell us, tell everybody all about this event that we're having here tonight in Glenwood on the Square. The crowd is huge, Jenny. It is massive. Uh, I know the chief was expecting around 500. I don't know about you, Todd, but I feel like there's more than that. I think we have crossed that line. <laughs> and, I'm and I'm just stuck back in here in this corner and I think we've got that many. Uh, anyway, this is the Cultivate Community event, and it's put on uh, by the uh, local police department uh, just as a way to let folks know that you know they care about the community just like everyone else does, and it's a chance, I personally, I think, you know, we talked about this when we were in studio, that there was a lot of pent-up energy over the last couple of years. I think it's all coming sure. out tonight. Sure. Yes. It, no, it's a it's a great event. Uh, it's really nice to bring local law enforcement. Uh, EMS, Lifelight is here, uh, multiple fire departments, I believe. Uh, and it's great to just bring all of those people together, you know, with the youth. Tons of kids, kids activities. Uh, yeah, I think we're definitely cultivating community. When you started putting this together, uh, what was it, about six weeks ago? Is this, is this what you imagine? Uh, it's it's a lot bigger and it's a lot better and a lot more people. I've heard from multiple people that uh, you know it's even better than than last year or the year before or whatnot. And that's what that's what uh, I like to see and that's what I know that you know Chief Eric Johansson likes to see. Make it bigger and better every year. Well, and I I don't know. I just I can't say enough about it. That it, it just seems to more and more people just came to cycle in the the car show that we're sitting right next to great turnout uh, with entries into the car show. Um, we're just from where we're here, we're seeing different real estate agencies, we're seeing ministerial association, we're seeing construction companies. Uh, everybody wanted to come out and be a part of this. Yeah, they did. And, and I can't say enough about uh, the businesses and organizations who who really came together because as much as uh, the chief and I, you know, could have planned this, we, it couldn't happen without everybody really volunteering their time. And that's what everybody's doing. You know, this is a free event. Uh, the car show that was put on by Unleashed Performance, they organized their entire event uh, bounce houses donated by the chaplains and Evans equipment uh, but again everybody just just really came out and really showed up and it's can't say enough great things about it I'm so excited well what I'm excited about is I'm gonna get an opportunity here to start talking with a lot of different people we've got whether it's businesses or just folks walking by that's the idea we're gonna try to grab them for this uh, podcast so uh, but we should make mention obviously we're not live we are recording this on August 10th uh, but the release date is scheduled for August 17th. So um, hopefully everyone that is in attendance tonight is going to come back, listen to the podcast, and we also encourage you, go back and listen to some previous episodes. I'm not sure you're aware. This is episode 31. Oh my goodness. That must mean we are 31 weeks into this year. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so it's, it's exciting. Um, to, when we first got uh, this going, uh, with uh, your predecessor, Rachel Reese, and then when you came on, you just took the reins and went running with this, and I really <laughs> appreciate it. You've made, uh, you've made my part of it very, very easy, so oh, thank you. Oh, good. Well, you, you helped to make that easy, too, and thanks for coming here, Todd, and doing this for us. I really appreciate it. Well, let's jump in and start talking to some folks. Stopping by the booth now, Glenwood City Administrator Amber Farnan. Amber, this is... A big turnout, is it not? It is a great turnout. I am super impressed by the number of people that are here and the number of agencies that are presented. That's As you look around and, and you see the police department, you see the fire department, you see uh, the car show going on behind us, and plus 
all of the different businesses and organizations that decided to come out and have a booth here. I think it's a testament to just how much Glenwood has been missing mm -hmm. stuff like this. I agree. And I think this also showcases what a great community we live in. And I think that the community enjoys events like this and getting out to meet their first responders and then meet other business owners as well. I'm looking around and, well, I see real estate agents, I see construction companies, I see the Ministerial Association. That's just in our little corner. Mm -hmm. And uh, everywhere else around here, uh, tell us a little bit more about your role with the city. As a city administrator, it's more than just a name to put on a business card, right? Yes, so my job with the uh, city is to set the budget every year with the help of the council. The council will approve the budget. Um, so I work on that and I also work on a lot of admin policies. Um, basically, I am um, the hands and the head and the neck of the council and I do what they request and make sure that those policies are followed. Well, and I'm sure that uh, things have been probably interesting for you over the last couple of years trying to figure out how to navigate all of this just like everyone else that's here. Uh, but it's nice to be on the back side of it and everybody can get out into the public again and you know we're seeing large groups of uh, school kids uh, here I've had kids stop by and just hey what, what's going on over here mm -hmm. you know it's it's a very very friendly and energetic atmosphere right now it is it's great to see it's great to see people out and about and not being afraid of each other I, I just really enjoy seeing everybody in the community coming out so. Well, well, thank you very much for coming over. We really appreciate it. You are welcome. Thank you for having me. Joining us now on the podcast is Berkeley Stanley. Berkeley, how are you doing tonight? It's actually a, yeah, great day. You're having a good time? Yeah. Yeah. What are some of the favorite things that you've seen at the event tonight? Uh, I think when I saw a boy carrying a lizard on his on his shoulder? Yeah. You know, I think I saw that, that same young person and I, that lizard was just kind of sitting there. Yeah. Wasn't doing anything. I love reptiles kind of, so. Really? What grade are you in, Berkeley? What grade are you going to be in? Second. You're going to be in second grade. Do you know who your teacher's going to be in? Miss Carmen. Miss Carmen? Yes. Have you met Miss Carmen before? couple of times when I went to my first grade class she says good morning to me. Well there you go that's gonna be fun. What's your favorite subject in school? I would say the reading. The reading? Yes. What are you what's some of your favorite things to read? Uh, I would say Judy B. Jones books. You know what when my daughter was about your age she liked those books as well so I think that uh, those are very good books to read. Uh, they're very fun to read. I already read one box set that was the big one, and now I have my new box set. You do? Mm-hmm. And how many of those have you read in that box set? Uh, all of them. Already all of them? I'm working on my box set I got just yesterday. So. Wow. Well, that is, uh, I'm, I'm excited to hear more about that some other time when we run into each other, because you know what? I have a knack of being able to tell when a young person is going to grow up and be a very successful person, and I think that's going to be you. You are great with a microphone, and if you ever want to talk about going and being on the radio, you let me know, okay? Okay. All right. Thank you very much for coming over and talking. You're welcome. Joining us now, Dalton Gregory. Dalton has a business called Daddy O's 
spices. And in fact, I just stopped by his booth and picked up some of these great spice blends that he has. Dalton, thank you for your time. Tell us a little bit about Daddy-O Spices. Well, it all came around several years ago where my, my children, you know, I decided that since my wife is, uh, it got, um, I got laid off. And so I tried to start cooking for my family and I started blending spices. And then I, all of a sudden things came together and years and years later, then I decided just to say the hell with it and just did it. And I did a promotion where I gave away three, uh, three pack sets, so it was 20 sets total. And in, within two hours, they're all gone. And since then, it's been amazing. I can't even keep up with how busy I am. You have a lot of different blends yes. that, that you sell. 34 different. Where do you come up with the ideas? I don't know. Just It just happens. Um, I When I think about it, I think about what people would eat, would enjoy, what flavors. Um, especially when I cook, I cook for my family. I can't cook for myself, I have to cook for them. So it just flavors, it just it just comes to me. Any of, what, what are some of your favorites that you have? Well, my original is my favorite. Um, but the most popular one I sell is my steak one, it's called Steakalicious. Um, I can't keep up with that. That's literally 20% of what I sell. What, uh, I, I wanna get a little bit more about, because you told me as I was at your booth uh, that how all natural everything is. And the yes, fact everything's 100% all natural. And when I buy my spices or I get the vegetables or anything, they can't be made with any fillers anti-caking agents, anything artificial, no dyes. It's truly 100% natural. And I make sure of it when I buy it from my vendors. I read the ingredients to make sure. Otherwise, I won't buy it, I won't sell it. I think that's important for a lot of people, and if it's not, it probably should be. No, but... I agree. But first thing you think about in the morning and first thing in the evening, it's always about food, right? So the first thing you gotta think about is that flavor on the food, which is the spice. So the first thing you wake up to is spice. So they, folks can find you at the Glenwood Farmers Market and also in Bellevue, Nebraska. In Bellevue at Washington Square. So again, we thank you for taking time to do this. I know this isn't something commonly that you do, but you did great. Uh, appreciate it and uh, wish you continued success. Thank you. We're now going to visit with Dessa Montgomery of the Mills County Conservation. Dessa, you have a friend wrapped around your neck. I do. This is Steve. He is a black rat snake. He is one of the education animals at Pony Creek Nature Center that is just right outside of Glenwood, about four miles. We have lots of animals out there, but Steve is the best at coming to the big loud public programs. Um, he's been doing this for 10 years now. We've had him since he was a hatchling, so he visits all of the schools, libraries, museums anybody that wants to see him within the county and all of our programs are always free so he really likes to get out and meet new people <laughs> so steve is 10 years old yes what's the lifespan of a rat snake um with captivity probably 15 to 20 years he eats pretty well and doesn't really have anything to worry about as far as predators or diseases so he's got a good life <laughs> what got you involved um, I've been the naturalist for Mills County for 11 years now. Uh, he was one of the first snakes that we got. We do have two other ones at the Nature Center. We also have a skunk. 
that is a big hit. He does not like to come to these events because it's way too loud, <laughs> but all of the kids and every grown-up that has met him also is very intrigued. You don't get to get this close to most of the native animals in the county, so it gives a good chance for everybody to, to meet a new friend. You've been walking around and talking to people. What have been some of the reactions? Um, well, I actually have a booth, so we do have some furs and things for people to touch over there with lots of information about the public programs that we host year-round. Um, everybody is either terrified of Steve or loves him. There's not really much middle <laughs> ground, but mostly it's kids that love him and adults that are terrified of him. So with education, we're changing that. And each year, kids come to the Nature Center and then they recognize him as he grows and they remember touching Steve whenever he was smaller and knowing that it's safe to, to carefully be around wild animals and just learn more about them. When you talk to someone who may be terrified of snakes, mm -hmm. what's the most important thing that you wish that they would know that could possibly get them past that? Just education is the key to it all. The more you learn and the more you are around them Especially here in Southwest Iowa, we don't have any venomous snakes. So every snake that you encounter is not going to harm you. Um, they all can bite, but as long as you leave them alone, they leave you alone. This one in general is one that surprises people because they do climb. So they're up in the trees a lot and people always expect snakes to be on the ground. So whenever you look up and see a snake above you, it kind of terrifies anybody who's not expecting that. Well, Steve's a pretty cool animal. And, and as you're over and I'm watching him, and I'm watching him just kind of move around and explore and seeing, checking out everything that's going on. It's not much different than you would see from any animal that's just kind of exploring. Right. Well, we thank you very much, Dessa Montgomery, Mills County Conservation. And uh, we'll let you get back and enjoy more of this evening. It's been a lot of fun. Yep, thank you. and. We will talk to you again maybe next year. Hope so. <laughs> Hope so. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. Back again, and we are at the Studios on South 4th booth uh, in Glenwood, Iowa. Big community event going on, and my partner in crime is Kevin Doncaster. Client, friend, brother, all-around great guy. <laughs> <laughs> really appreciate you taking some time. Yeah. It's not the first time you and I have spoken into these microphones. Well, not but, at all. Uh, you are the founder of Warhawk PTSD Service Dogs, and you have your service dog, Lacey, here with you today. Give us just a brief synopsis about what that organization is. Yeah, you bet. You know, we're trying to turn the tide on veteran suicide, you know, and um, our whole purpose of, uh, for existing is to um, get professionally trained service dogs to veterans for PTSD. That's all we focus on. Um, Lacey alerts whenever... Uh, I'm having some uh, mental distress. She'll distract me from that, get me to focus on her, pull me out of that situation. And then when we're in public, you know, she blocks for me. She circles. She she lets me know when someone's coming up behind me so I don't get startled. And, you know, that's a huge benefit to any recipient. So that's what, that's what we're here for, man. 45 dogs, 18 states. Next week we'll be in 19. So I'm excited. That is, what's the, uh, what's the 19th state? Which one are we going? Wisconsin. We're going to Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm going to be a cheesehead, right? Is that, is that right? That's cheesehead, right? <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. And they, they wear it proudly. <laughs> <laughs>
anyway, you have not been on uh, Mind Your Business Mills County podcast, mm -hmm. so give us a little bit of a rundown of your background, your service history that led you to want to found Warhawk PTSD yeah, Service good, Dogs. Good point. So um, I'm, a, I'm a Marine Corps veteran, combat veteran. Uh, I've got 14 years combined service to my country in one form or another and seven years of combat split between Iraq and Afghanistan. And I've been blown up twice, so you know my my mental faculties are not aren't always there. And I like to tell people that I've seen the worst that humanity has to offer. And on several occasions, all I ever wanted to do was just end my life. So looking for answers, trying to get off medications. Um, Lacey was gifted to me, and um, she's helped me accomplish that. I'm off all medications as a result of her direct intervention and her direct support. And um, you know, two weeks after receiving her, which this guy would not accept a dime, right? <clears throat> I struggled with that. I really did, because I like to pay my way in life. Uh, but two weeks after I received Lacey, a, a buddy of mine killed himself. And um, I went back to him and I said, hey, how do I do what you did for me for a lot of people? And that kind of brings us to current, you know? So I think... Um, a lot of people, when they hear my story, I, I guess I get a little bashful about it, Todd. I don't want to go into great length, but, you know, war is hell. But I, I think you don't have to go to war to experience one, so I want people to understand that. And veterans, at any given time, they gave up who they wanted to be, where they wanted to work, what kind of job they wanted to have, where they wanted to live. That's stressful in and of itself, you know. And so some guys, they don't have to go to war, and they're struggling, and that's why we exist. Well, and I like to take every opportunity I can. You've been a big help to me in a lot of ways, and that apart from the organization. And I think that I know who you are. I know what you stand for. I know what this organization stands for. And I'm proud that you've let me just be a little bit of a part of it. Uh, and uh, you know, Todd, I, I think. I think you just you sell yourself short, man. You're such a great dude, and I've watched you develop this thing, the the studios and everything that you do, and I, it just it's a two way street, you know. When team teamwork makes the dream work, right? They say that it's it's a funny thing to say, but it's a it's a real thing, and you know you've just you've been just as much a mentor to me as as uh, I hope I have to you, and this is pretty cool, you know, what we're out here doing today and watching all these. Uh, different booths up and running um and you're 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 interviewing people and it's just awesome man it's, it's awesome to see you and your element for a change instead of you seeing me <laughs> and mine you know so but you're a great guy and you know it's it's hard not to get emotional about this stuff because uh you and i have talked a lot about exactly what i just said you don't have to go to war like i did to experience one and me knowing your personal story and what, all that you've survived I think that's nothing short of exceptional, like you probably think about me. Well, I think the same thing about you, because you know, there's a lot of stories out there and a lot of people struggling, so hopefully we can just be that light. And, and what I really want to end this on is this, it's just there's so much negativity out there today, so much divisiveness, and I don't believe that people have any faith or hope left in humanity, and I can tell you this, we're that big ship out at sea right now battling that concept we are the, the the faith and hope that humanity has so i hope people see that and i hope you can help us communicate that
you any wonder why I'm friends with this man? <laughs> Appreciate you, Kevin. Thank you, Todd. We will, uh, uh, hopefully we're gonna get you and Lacey and uh, Warhawk PTSD service dogs out and about even more in Mills County now that you're in the area. Absolutely. And, and uh, we're looking forward to it. All right, man. Joining us now, Logan West of Benchmark Mortgage. Logan, you're out here with your family. It's This has been a great time tonight, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been awesome. I didn't even know about it until about two days ago. So my, uh, my neighbor is in the car show and he had his car out and was shining it up and told me all about it. What's so his car over there? Which one does he have? It's uh, the blue GMC pickup down there. It's probably the cleanest car <laughs> on the square. It's a good looking truck. Well, the, the car show, all of the different uh, vendors that are here, we're seeing all the kids that are out. That's the exciting thing too. Yeah, I think for local law enforcement to do something like this is super awesome, especially in today's age where we're at, you know, with everything that's going on in the world. I think it's cool that that there's a lot of involvement and interaction with with law enforcement, kids, the community. I think it's awesome. Tell us a little bit about Benchmark Mortgage while you're here. Yeah, uh, we're based out of Dallas, Texas. We've got 72 branches nationwide. Our local branch is out of Omaha, off 132nd and Dodge. And we've been around for about five years. This branch has been open for five years. Got a few loan officers, and I do all of our business development, and then I'm our veteran ambassador as well. So. Uh, I do a lot of work in the veteran community. Uh, most recently, we did we had a food truck at the VA hospital, and we served free food to veterans for two hours, which was awesome. I would guess that if you had that out at the veterans hospital, they were thrilled that yeah. they weren't eating that hospital food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we uh, we gave free veter or free food to veterans for a couple hours, and then uh, we went to the VA Show and Shine car show a couple weeks ago. And the next event that we're going to have is in Council Bluffs at Full-Fledged Brewing. Right. We are going to have an open tab for veterans and first responders for two hours from 5 to 7 on September 16th. The 16th. September 16th. Yep. Uh, we need to make sure that we stay on top of that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and let folks know. So, you bet. Uh, two-hour open tab. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are we going, Kevin? Kevin, Kevin's going to have to join us. Yeah, yeah, and you as well. Absolutely. Come see us. All right. Well, hey, uh, Logan, appreciate your time coming over and uh, talking with us on the podcast today. And uh, continued success to you, sir. I mean, you're doing great work out there with, with professionally and for your volunteer work as well. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Joining us now in the booth, Monica Mayberry, Glenwood Community School Foundation. Monica, thank you so much for your time. Tell us a little bit about the Glenwood Community School Foundation. Well, thank you for having me. The Glenwood Community School Foundation is an organization. It's 501c3. It was started in 2014, and really what we are are champions for education. So uh, we just reached a milestone and formed our endowment, so we're very excited about that. Um, our current focus has been classroom grants for teachers, so they come up with an innovative idea to do something in their classroom that would be above and beyond what the district would have funds to support. They apply for a grant, and if they win that award, um, you know, obviously then they can go ahead with those plans. So to date we've given away over $35,000, um, and those go directly to the teacher to use in the classroom that year. So we're excited about that, and then the other initiative that we're focusing on right now is the Teacher of the Year Award and we've partnered with John B. Gregory with Farm Bureau and um, started the Teacher of the Year program and we named it after his father John A. Gregory 
who any longtime Glenwood uh, person would know. Uh, he was in education for many, many years, and he taught government, history, those types of classes, and he had a huge impact on, you know, the 40 and older crowd <laughs> that graduated from, from Glenwood. Um, so in the spring, the uh, nominations will come out for that, and anybody is welcome to nominate a current teacher in the Glenwood Community School District for that award. Um, there's a winner at each of the four buildings in the community, and then those four winners go into a pool, and there's an overall winner, and they get a $500 grant from us to use in the classroom and another $500 for their personal use from John B. Gregory Farm Bureau. That's exciting. Is there any criteria that goes into it that you're looking for that someone could win that award? You know, it's really um, based on the nomination. They, we've gotten them from children. To, uh, ch children have nominated, grandmas have nominated, and it's just kind of what that person tells you about the, the person. Um, there's an independent scoring committee from um, outside of the, the foundation that looks at those and comes up with the winner so that there's no bias on our part. Uh, same with the grants. Those are all scored by an independent uh, volunteer committee. And then um, those are awarded based on a rubric. And, um, you know, we're excited to share the, the funds and the honor with the Teacher of the Year. Tell us a little bit, Monica, about your passion, because obviously you care very much about the Glenwood school system. Otherwise, you wouldn't be a part of this organization. That's correct. Um, I am a Glenwood native myself, and I married my husband, Lonnie, who's also a Glenwood native. We both are graduates, and our children are four children in the system. And I um, love my job at Northeast Elementary, working with uh, kindergartners there. And um, when kids learn to love learning, the sky's the limit for them. You know, they learn to read and write and tell stories and, and use their imagination. And we have so many great, great teachers in our district that help inspire and cultivate that passion for learning. And we want to be able to support them the best way we can. Something we like to ask a lot of the guests that come on Mind Your Business Mills County is your why for Mills County. Why did you stay? Uh, we love it here. It's, the, uh, it's, a, it's home. You know, there's the proximity to the metro where you can have cutting-edge uh, medical care if needed, and then you can walk down the street and, you know, see all of these folks and say hello, um, shop local and support those local businesses that give back every day to our community to support education or the sports or 4-H or the churches, you know. I mean, everybody here helps take care of each other, and uh, I think that's what we're all called to do. Well, and I think that... A testament to what's happening here, whether it's in Glenwood or any place else in Mills County, is the growth that you're seeing. It's not an explosion, it's just a steady growth as people find out and want to be a part of it and want to raise their families in a community like this. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's it's where you know everybody, but but you don't. You know, I mean, you, you know your neighbors, you know your friends, you know your the people you work with. Um, but there's always somebody new moving in, and the opportunities are endless to forge those partnerships and friendships and, and uh, become Glenwood or Mills County together. <laughs> <laughs> well, Monica Mayberry of Glenwood Community School Foundation, thanks for your time. Thank you for being such an integral part of the school system and for your passion for the kids. And it's go back and, and enjoy the rest of this evening. It's just been a lot of fun. It has been. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Take care.
Joining us now in our makeshift booth at the Cultivate Community event in Glenwood, Iowa, we have a couple of young ladies on the Glenwood dance team and Glenwood cheer team. They are McKenna McCrave and Riley Simpson. Thank you very much, both of you, for coming over, being brave and picking up the microphone and doing this. Riley, we're going to start with you. And we want to talk to you a little bit about the Glenwood dance team. What can you tell us about, because you've got a lot of, of your cohorts here with you tonight. Yeah, um, it's definitely a great experience to like be with everyone and like um, like see how like the different experiences everyone has had with dance and like get together, have fun, and just like have a good time. How far back does your history go with dance? Um, since I was probably eight or nine, I um, started here in Glenwood and then I went to the studio that I go to now and then I went to the Glenwood dance team. What what other studio is that? You May Dance Studio. Is that local? Yeah, it's here in Glenwood. Okay, excellent. Yeah. What are some of your favorite things that uh, performances you've been able to do? Because I know there's a lot of different styles of dance. Um, my favorite is hip-hop. Personally, I feel like I'm really good at it and it's something that I really enjoy doing. How did, uh, did you have to experiment with a lot of different things in order to settle in on that? Or what, some of the different things that you've tried? Um, my first year of dance, I did hip hop and jazz and ballet. And then I went into tap. And then over the like past four or five years, I've been just like really focusing on hip hop. And like, I can listen to a hip hop song and like, just like choreograph it in my head and it's something that I really enjoy doing. What about uh, school? What uh, what grade are you going into? I'm going to be a sophomore. Going to be a sophomore. Any yes. other activities that you do besides dance? Um, I do cheer and then that's pretty much it. That's pretty much like it. Like all my time is gone with cheer and dance and like studio dance and everything. Well, I can tell you, uh, having been around it a lot with my own daughter mm -hmm. uh, growing up, that you guys are as much athletes as anybody else that are out there. What you're doing takes a lot of coordination takes a lot of skill takes a lot of dedication and passion yes. I've never figured out how to do play-by-play -play of dance but on the radio but other than that <laughs> you know, I think everything else is is it, it just correlates with everything you're doing so congratulations and on all the success you've had so far and uh, thank you very much for coming over and talking with us yeah you're welcome thank you for having me talk visiting now with McKenna McCrave and McKenna is going to tell us a little bit about the Glenwood cheer team first thank you so much it's been a lot of fun at this Cultivate Community yeah. event, hasn't it? Yeah. There, I mean, there's a lot of, like, good moods. Like, everybody's come up to our stand, like, really happy and excited, so. Well, I think you're part of the reason for that. Yeah. I mean, how can you be in a bad mood when you've got such a huge, massive humanity all cheering and dancing and everything that's going on over there? It, it, and you're right. There's an energy all through this place yeah. tonight. It's just a lot of fun to be. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the cheer team. Well, I've been on cheer for four years now, and honestly, I've had so much fun every single year. It, I mean, it does take up a lot of my time, but it's definitely a good place to be and a good, like, cheerleaders, like, when I came onto the team, are very welcoming. I mean, most of them have graduated now, but they're really all nice to me, and summer practice were super helpful, and our coaches are super helpful. Um, Dixie Thomas is one of our older coaches. She's been a coach for a couple years now, and she like she's like another parent to me like and then coach hall and she's new she's been here for about two or three years i don't quite remember but she's definitely like has a lot of like 
motivation when it comes to cheer. So it's very helpful. Tell us uh, about cheer as far as what different kind of skills do you have to have for doing cheer as opposed to some of the other activities? Um, stunting. Stunting is actually a lot of more work, like a lot more work than people make it out to be. Like there's people that say cheer isn't a sport, but really stunting, like stunting is a lot difficult in like reaching like different like levels and everything in different kind of stunts. What are some of the roles that you've done with the stunts? So we have like progressions. We do thigh stands, preps, extensions. Um, I think the most I've gotten to so far is extension lib. And it's one of the high, like one of the higher stunts, but we do other stunts with flips in them. So a lot of, I would think a lot of gymnastic skills come yeah, into play as well. Yeah, we have tumbling passes during perform, like during our games and homecoming. Yeah. Well, thank you, both of you, very much for coming over and talking with yeah. us. You did great, and thank you for bringing all of these people out and being a part of tonight. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, no problem.